In the movie we're going to talk about today, someone gets married into a family and she's forced to play a game. She draws a card that leads into the events of this film. Now, what do you think could have been another game written on another card that she potentially could have drawn? Jenga. Ooh. Yeah. Just vanilla Jenga? Well, yeah, except if you knock Vanilla Jenga? What is it, like knife Jenga? (laughs) House options, you know, house rules. Uh, No, if you, well, yes, it's vanilla Jenga, but if you knock it over, you die. No way, you get divorced. No, you die. Based on this movie, this is a a Jenga to the death, or to the pain. (laughs) (laughs) Jenga to the pain. Okay. Mark? Um, I want to see a live-action clue. They're going to hear your peacock, put on the peacock suit. You're a mustard. Here's a bottle of mustard. I'm sorry. Do you not realize there's a movie called Clue, which is a live action Clue? It's no, so good. No, you're, you're it's not, amazing. You're not listening to me. No, they got to wear costumes. About, they're playing the board game live action. So you want them to LARP the game Clue. Absolutely. Professor Plum, put on this Plum outfit. You mean, like the, you mean the, fruit of the, the Fruit of the Loom people? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Scarlet, strip naked, and just cover yourself in red paint. Whoa. Wow. Whoa. Okay. She's, the Down color, there. she's the color red. That's, I mean, accurate, I mean, though, yeah. And, uh, yeah, then they got to kill somebody and figure out who done it. Okay. Garrett, can you top uh, Clue? Yeah, I can definitely <laughs> top that. Get, cue the Teen Witch. <laughs> street Fighter. But street they fight. have to street fight. No, no, no. They just have to play Street Fighter. Oh. I want to see a first to ten. Like a coin op? Yeah. machine yeah just go into the, go into the rec room break off that third strike machine first to 10 whoever okay. uh, uh you know what chun and ken are banned though you got to play some low tier characters i want to <laughs> see i want to see my cues in there i want to see some of my necros if someone wins with remy they get the hell house there you go tag would also work you could uh, that's the most i think easily transferable how much effort did you guys put into this question? Very little. Um, I can tell. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, though, I don't regret that because Street Fighter first to 10 would be amazing. Um, it would be a boring movie. No way. Dude. Some crazy shit in Third Strike, bro. Yeah. Well, it turns out my wife has all you beat. She says it should be welcome to Jumanji. Oh. And then they have to play fucking Jumanji. You mean like the two Jumanji movies that came out? No, this one would be different. Jumanji would have been a good idea. Yeah. I like Jumanji. Um, but it, they ultimately did not choose Jumanji. Um, they chose Hide and Seek. And I think it made a better movie for it. What if it was Settler's Catan? It's like <laughs> nine hour movie. <laughs> Everyone's just asking for sheep. That'd be the Axis and Allies version. Yeah, there you go. Actually, that's, yeah. that's a better joke. Yeah. Damn it. Who wants to play a game? Hey, all you creatures from cyberspace. Thanks for joining us on another episode of the Grave Talk podcast. My name is Mark. Again, join with Garrett and John. Fellas, how we doing today? Good. It's just another good day. Sky's blue, sun shining. Birds are probably birding. They often bird, yes. Yeah. Birds often bird. I'm just good. I've, I've been drinking Red Bull, and I'm I've got a little day cool. I mean, I'm kind of sick and riding that like nice little like cold medicine. High. Yeah. Well, what have you guys been up to since last time? Not a whole lot. I've been. I don't know if this counts as horror. I mean, it's kind of horror, but I've been rereading the Jurassic Park book. Oh, so good! It's a great book. So good. Like halfway through it. Uh, Lost World is really good too. The book. I haven't read the book. Yeah. Oh, dude, the book is good. Basically, parts of three, the uh-huh. third movie, are from like the second book. Not the talking parts, though. Talking the, dinosaurs. The but, talking dinosaurs. Don't the Velociraptors talk in three? No, that's a dream sequence in a brief moment. <laughs> it's like a two-second brief moment. <laughs> that's what oh, I boy. remember here. Doctor here Grant. Doctor Grant. <laughs> it's a it's, it's a dream he's having, and it's momentary. Oh my god. Here's the thing. I've watched the first Jurassic Park. 
some of the second one, and sometimes they get it confused with Godzilla. <laughs> but the T Rex is weird because the second Jurassic Park is basically half of its Jurassic Park, half of its King Kong. Yes, well, the, he can't. The T Rex comes over on a boat, right? Yes. It happens in the second the slow one. Slow boat. Yes. Okay. I don't think I ever saw the third one. Oh, the third one's actually really good. Then it's I back saw to like more traditional. The Chris Pine one, and I didn't see the Jurassic second Park, Jurassic World. Yeah, I didn't see the second Jurassic Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Good. Yo. Okay, so different beasts. Welcome back to Jurassic Park Talk. I, I have waited Jurassic so Park. long to turn this podcast into a Jurassic Park deep dive. <laughs> Wake me up when the dinosaurs are extinct. Look, Mark, I have to tell you this, though. Before we get into your deep dive, if you haven't... So reading this book, I was like, man, I haven't learned anything new about dinosaurs since, I don't know, like 1994. Dinosaur uh, knowledge has come a long way, and it's they're less cool than dinosaurs used to be. They're like warm-blooded chickens now. Are you, are you trying to challenge my dino knowledge with I don't some know. new information? I'm like, just saying. You're coming general. out real <laughs> strong here. I don't know how up to date you are with modern dinosaur knowledge. The last thing I remember was there was no longer a brontosaurus, and that made me really sad. Oh, uh, I think he's back. Oh, he's back. Yeah, I think he's, he's Pluto. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like the planet Pluto. I think he's back, but now he's covered in feathers. What? Yeah, all dinosaurs. Well, had not feathers. necessarily the brontos. Not, not maybe not the not brontosaurus. Not necessarily that 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 species. But um, most dinosaurs feather based. A lot of them did have feathers or like fine like feather fur yeah. type stuff. Sure, um, I'll allow. And they the were not as cold blooded as they were yeah. named. Um, some of them did have more hollow bones than thought. Uh, the closest relative is the fucking chicken. Yeah. So okay. we've. Eating dinosaurs my whole Every life day. now. Okay. So if you ever want to eat a dinosaur egg, just eat a now, chicken there's egg. some cool stuff. And that whole thing with Triceratops, where they thought like the Triceratops was just an adolescent. Um, oh, yeah, different kind. The, Taurus. The Cerato- Cer- yeah. yeah, whatever it is. Um, God, I should know all these names. But um, no, it's some cool shit, dude. You should yeah, check it out. dinosaurs, man. I love the fact that we're still learning about dinosaurs. Like, don't get me wrong. I love my childhood dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. I need, I love my, my designs. But I'm so glad that we're still learning about them and how like wrong we were about things like that means that we haven't given up on them like there's still so much to know still hope for the dinosaur and oh man i'm just saying okay I, so anyway jurassic park was amazing it's yes. a, a monument in filmmaking yes. lost world the first half of it is really good because they're on the island yeah i remember the kid getting eaten by dinosaurs that's that's the first like two minutes yeah i remember that also because it's how the book jurassic yes, park opens exactly yeah. exactly um and then halfway through it it becomes king kong because someone was all like you know it'd be great let's send him to fucking la i remember that part that's yeah. garbage the moment they get on that boat you can turn the movie <laughs> off and then you're good jurassic park 3 is dope as hell okay like you'll really enjoy it you skipped over the best part of part two is when the gymnast like jim kicks a dinosaur in the face doing the bars <laughs> did oh he boy. skip the best parts <laughs> <laughs> i think number two is hot garbage okay and it made me stop watching jurassic park from then on it also made me stop watching except for the chris pine one because i like him you guys are so no, fucking terrible pine? no it's platt pratt chris pratt chris pratt sorry yeah pine for calling you pratt but or Pratt for calling you pine doesn't matter. The first half of Lost World is dope. The second half, you it kind of ruins what you just saw in the first half almost because it, it, it leaves such a bad taste in your mouth. You're like, oh god, this is pointless. Third one, solid film, start to finish. Okay. They do with a little more. They get into the, like the raptors a little bit more. Um, they kind of like use a resonance chamber to kind of like speak like the raptors, kind of make noises like them. <laughs> okay. It's like the like those kind of noises okay. and stuff. And they use that to kind of do their advantage. That's the gimmick for this one. But the Spinosaurus is in that and it is dope as hell. Now, Jurassic World you saw. Saw. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. 
Ooh, this one. Oh, thank you, listeners, for sticking through me on this. But Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, the it's such a good premise. But they introduced this thing that they had been talking about in the Jurassic Park slash world like pantheon of movies that they've kind of wanted to do like dinosaur human hybrid type oh, thing. Boy. Now, they don't go that far with it. <laughs> they do bring up this cloning aspect that maybe that we didn't just clone dinosaurs. Maybe we actually cloned a human too. Um, hmm. That is a, a plot device in that movie. But overall, it brings back the So, I mean, I'm going to stop. I'm I'm sorry. Which movie? Watch Jurassic. Watch all the Jurassic except for Lost World. Which movie has the most Goldblum? Unfortunately, the second one. All right. That's the one I'm probably going to like the most then. But the second half of it is just King Kong. (laughs) Well, I love King Kong, so. So, Well, then there you go. Add a T-Rex and King Kong, baby. You got a stew going. All right. Mark, I think, has fallen asleep, listeners. Probably. He is apparently not into Jurassic. We could, we could maybe edit this at the end of the episode and have like a bonus behind the scenes featurette. I don't hide the fact that I don't give a shit about the Jurassic Park. You don't give franchise. a shit about anything anymore. I never did. When Jurassic Park <laughs> 1 came out, I was like, mm, big fuck deal. Why? Wow, you on. fucking monster. Yeah, I was like, okay, it's fine. Whatever. Well, I guess that answers the question of who's the least likable host. <laughs> <laughs> Guy who doesn't like Jurassic Park. Whatever. That's going to be a t-shirt. Be like, I didn't give a shit about Jurassic Park. And it's just a big, like, cancel. <laughs> That's fine. Whatever. Uh, I'll take the blame. <laughs> I don't care. What have you been up to, Mark? <laughs> I watched a horror movie called Driller Killer Whoa. from 1979. Jurassic Park is arguably a monster movie. Oh. Argue it. Go ahead. Okay. Dinosaurs are... Forget it. Never mind. I don't want to go back into the park. I'm exiting the park. I'm leaving. You can check in, but you can never check out. I'm in the chopper. I'm in the chopper. It only goes down. The music is fake. Well, tell us about this horror movie of yours. (laughs) The Driller Killer is most known for being on the list of one of them Vigia Nasties over in the UK that was banned from the, the nation of the UK. Oh, I feel like I've heard of this movie. He kills with a drill. Oh, really? How did you guess? <laughs> <laughs> Clever titling. Uh, I think it was on that 80s documentary watch, right? Mm, no, I don't. This was 79, so it couldn't have been. Oh, okay. No, mm. never mind then. But anyway, that up. <laughs> uh, this is also labeled as a black comedy. It's not funny. It, in the least, it falls in with the year next. It's even less so, I would say. Than less funny one. than year yeah. next? Uh, it's basically you follow around this artist who's painting in his New York apartment building. Um, he can't make rent, but he needs to paint this buffalo or deer. I forget exactly. Uh, you mean... Tatonka. Yes. <laughs> he's trying to finish this painting to get rent, and slowly over the course of the film, he's losing his mind. He's got neighbors who are in a band, and much like a movies of this time, we get to watch a whole performance. Oh, I but love musical scenes. This one My goes, little baby loves it to the sugar plum. My little baby. <laughs> I wish it was that. You have more talent than the whole band combined in this film. We get to watch him practice. Oh. So we're in the practice room for like 25 <laughs> minutes. There's people hanging out and be like, cool, bro, play that again. Like they're trying out backup singers, but everybody involved is <laughs> terrible at what they do. I just wanted to drill a hole in my own head. 
Wow. And uh, finally, he just uh, snaps and goes and drills a bunch of homeless people out on the street one night. Not even the Not band? The band? <laughs> no. Well, he. I think he gets one of them at the end. The you lead think? Singer. You saw the movie. I fell asleep at the very end. Oh, my God. There's so, so much of nothing He's so on. mad at this band. He kills homeless people? Uh, yeah. That really sucks for the homeless people. They're probably pissed at the band as well. <laughs> what a garbage human. His girlfriend leaves him at some point. Anyway, it's not a very good uh, fall into His psychosis, if you will. Him? Yeah, that happens. To Poor me. guy. <laughs> Watch the film. It'll change your tune. She's like, I can't be with someone who's drilling skulls. He's not likable. It's hard to believe the driller killer is not likable. There's nobody likable in the whole film except for maybe the girlfriend at parts. Um, I don't recommend it. The kills are eh. He's using just a standard drill. It's not like he finds the fun one that's like 18 feet long. <laughs> it's a run out of batteries <laughs> once. Like, oh, sorry, I got to recharge it. Yeah. Anyway, I would recommend avoiding driller killer. Garrett, you've been up to anything other than reciting <laughs> ad nauseum all the plots of Jurassic Dude, Park? off the cuff. That was impressive. That is some Jurassic Park knowledge. Oh, that was the toned down version. My man's got JPK. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that's the shirt right there. Okay. Um, you know, no, just the same old stuff, man. Um, just kind of, you know, I've been doing a few new things on the website. If any of our listeners have any ideas or things they want to see on the website, please send that information over. Let us know. We'll add some stuff on there. If you want to see like, you know, more articles by John, more quickies that we were promised and never gotten, mm-hmm. um, you know, top 10 list from Mark, something. I don't know. I don't know what people are looking for on the internet anymore other than porn. 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 <laughs> we're not putting on porn on our <laughs> website, but... Um, All your Jurassic porn needs. <laughs> Ooh. It exists. I, no. <laughs> I, I imagine. Everything exists. The plot for Jurassic Porn. And, no, I'm just um, let's get this movie. Okay. We're here today to talk about Ready or Not from 2019. This one uh, is sitting at an 88% on Rotten Tomatoes out of 274 critics, 78% with the audience, 5,334 have gotten to that score. This one was directed by a duo, Matt Beninelli-Olpin and Tyler Gillette. This one stars Samara Weaving as Grace, Adam Brody as Daniel Le Damas, Mark O'Brien as Alex Le Damas, Henry Zerny as Tony Le Damas. Tony? Oh, that's probably the dad. Andy McDowell as Becky Le Damas, Melanie Scraffino as Emily, Christian Brune as Fitch Bradley, Nikki Guadagni as Aunt Helen, Elise Levesque. That's got to be close. And the rest of the cast. L-E-V-E-S-Q-U-E. Impossible. It's not even a <laughs> word. That name is not a thing. Uh, sorry, Elise. Uh, she plays Charity. And John Ralston is Stevens. And then that's all we really need to know. Uh, probably more than. Here's what the back of the Blu-ray has to say about Ready or Not. When a young bride marries into a ridiculously rich and delightfully deranged family, her wedding night becomes her worst nightmare as she's forced to play a lethal game of hide-and-seek and and must fight to stay alive. Co-starring a bunch of people I've already read is a wicked comedy till death do us part to shocking new heights. What? Are they delightful? I don't think so. I think they're terrible people. Was it demented? Is that what it said? Disturbingly whatever? Delightfully disturbing? Delightfully deranged. Deranged. Okay, you know what? If I had a 
significant other and their family was deranged, guess what? Marriage is not first on my list. You can't be delightfully deranged. Those are two mutually exclusive things. I don't know. What about Bobcat Goldwaith? I don't know who that is. He's only mentioned him 800 times on this podcast. <laughs> what do you mean you don't know who he is? From the classic <laughs> Hot to Trot? <laughs> police Academy 2? Oh, yeah. Or no, three. I'm not in the Police Academy. Police Academy 2. He was the main bad guy. Okay. And then I've, he also came back in 3 and 4. Okay. So this think, is on patrol uh, and... One Crazy Summer. I've ever seen any Police Academy movies. I don't even know the premise of them. Don't I know... Because I think I've seen it on YouTube. Don't they go to well, Russia? Well, look what you've done. Garrett's been waiting to talk about <laughs> okay. all eight So movies. Police Academy 1, Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> and is this the one where they're like, oh, we'll bring the crime into the police station? <laughs> what? What are you talking about? <laughs> Doesn't matter. Oh, man. Anyway. They go to Moscow in like Yeah, I remember seeing something about that. Mission to Moscow. Right. Um, We're here today to talk about Ready six. or Not, though. <laughs> number six. We're going to talk about any movie but Ready or Not, apparently. <laughs> okay, what did you guys think of Ready or Not? Loved it. Good movie. Very enjoyable. Uh, actress, the lead actress, uh, despite having the name of the villain from The Grudge, is actually delightfully good at her job. Is she related to Hugo Weaving? I don't know. Is hmm. Hugo Weaving Australian? Hugo Weaving's uh, the guy from um, uh, The Matrix and Lord of the Rings. Yeah, but I don't think he's Australian, right? I don't know. Because I think Samara Weaving is Australian. Oh, is she? Yeah. I don't know. I just like when people have the same last name and are related. <laughs> I really just get my kicks off of that. <laughs> just, you know, it's just really cool for me. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it says Hugo is Samara's uncle. Oh, well, oh there you go. Right uncle on. Uncle Hugo. Uncle Hugo. All right. Um, so The Matrix. You guys uh, seen <laughs> so, this Hugo movie? Yes, actually, The Matrix is dope as hell. <laughs> now, I've never seen The Matrix. Is this new? They're making a new Matrix. <laughs> God forbid. A new Matrix and a new Bill and Ted and... Um, Unnecessary. So this movie <laughs> yeah. is a fantastic entry into the actual black horror comedy, whatever you want to call yes. it. Something yes. that dr Driller Killer should not be. <laughs> An in. actual black comedy. This is one of the perfect examples of this. Yes, I got some good chuckles. <laughs> I chortled a time or two. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we are, we are too early in the podcast to have lost the thread like this. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, write in with the plot. That's uh, we'll yeah. just read that. What's off. your favorite, like oh. unrelated to Ready or Not movie? <laughs> I'm running on very little sleep right now. Oh, That's man. my excuse. Um, Cop so, medicine. <laughs> uh, just general dumbness. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I almost spit water and choked at the same I'm time. I'm loving every, everything's going on here. So, Ready or Not. Now, I went and saw this in the theater. Did you guys give it money? No. Well, well yes. Oh. I just bought it, so yeah. I yeah, okay. I gave it $6 okay. to be able to watch it for 48 hours. So <laughs> I like to say that I got Your time robbed. starts now. <laughs> uh, in retrospect, I should have bought it because it was like really, really good and worth buying and also renting it was outrageously expensive. The trailer for this movie had me not giving a crap about it. It looked like it was trying so hard to oh, be witty. Man. And I was like, eh. And unfortunately, my girlfriend was all like, yo, let's go see this movie. And I was like, okay, let's do it. I was bought in from the trailer. I really liked it. Oh, the trailer did nothing for me. It just seemed like, like I, I was like, oh, this is just them trying way too hard to be witty and a little bit edgy. But then you know what? Man, got in there. That movie blew me away. Like from start to finish, I was like, wow, this is really good. 
I had intended to see it in the theater, but just stuff kept coming up. At yeah. one point, we, yeah. all, we, we even had, had tickets. Yeah. And it was oh, like, really? Oh, I got shit to do. Yeah. yeah. So just something came up. But, oh, um, you guys did the free pass thing, though, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's, we didn't really lose anything. But uh, yeah, this one's really good. I would recommend it out the bat. If you have not seen it, go check it out before listening to us break it down. Um, but uh, this was my introduction to Hugo's niece, yes. Samara. I thought she did a great job. Same. I was like, who, who does she look like? It's like she's a mixture of Margot Robbie and Nicole Kidman. That's kind of where I landed. I was like, that's who she kind of falls in That's a good mixture. Nicole Robbie. Nicole (laughs) Robbie. Um, So as the the back of the backs says, she's marrying into a family. Delightfully deranged, apparently. I don't understand that at all. What they are is a super wealthy board game baron family. Yeah, you don't know about all the super wealthy board... The Miltons? Those those Parker brothers are fucking crazy rich. (laughs) And then it had me wondering, it's like, I don't know if I could tell you anything about the Milton Bradley family or uh, the Parker brothers. I assume Milton and Bradley are two families. Oh, joint efforts? Yeah, because there's a dash, right? Is it is Milton dash Bradley? Yeah, I think it is. Well, yeah, it could it be is. a name like the one I just read for charity or whoever No, it was. so let me break it down for you. Here's what happened, all right? <laughs> uh, back in the ancient days, there was one toy company, Milton. Okay. The okay. Milton toy. And then there was another toy company, the Bradley Toy Company. And they were at war. They were just a fighting it out. street war. They, Show me the Ken Burns documentary. They were so into the war, their toy soldiers actually shot at each other. <laughs> <laughs> dozens, a dozen. The streets of, were lined <laughs> with jacks. Tires yeah. burst every day. Just hundreds dead. Um, and then they decided to call a truce and they merged to fight the Hasbros. Oh. It was like East West and Co- East and West Coast rappers, man. They finally like you know yeah. they got it all sorted. So uh, and that's where we are today at the Great Candy War of Bradleys, Miltons, Hasbro's. Ah, uh, what the tragic, tragic war of <laughs> I think you Big meant, Rock Candy Mountain. I think you meant toys or board games. You said candy. <laughs> yeah, you said candy. <laughs> candy. <laughs> yes, it's all the same nonsense. Samara Weaving was from The Babysitter, right? The thing on Netflix, that movie where I've, she babysits um, that kid, and they actually oh. have like a Satan. They're like like a group of like Satan. Yeah, I saw that uh, as a thing to watch, but I, I never like watched G it. film or something like that. That was actually really entertaining. I okay. enjoyed that quite a bit. I've only ever seen her in this, so. You should watch the babysitter. You okay. enjoy yeah, it. It's a really good film. And yeah, she's but in you're that? right. Uh, now that you bring that up, I did see that one first. Is she, she the babysitter? Yeah. Yes, she okay. is. She's really good in that. And I'm just going to say, this may sound crass, but man, she is beautiful. She is a yeah, gorgeous yeah. woman. And a good actress. Yes. Let's not forget her other features. <laughs> okay, Mark. <laughs> no, I'm just... <laughs> Mark's playing damage control from his yeah. board game thing at the beginning. Please don't write in. <laughs> Um, no, but like everyone was really good in this movie. Like yes. all the acting, like I, the one thing I had a problem with is, um, I couldn't tell what time frame this movie took place based off the trailer and the start of the movie. Oh, I assumed it was present day. See, I didn't. I thought it was like older than that. I thought it was like olden times because the house and the dresses in the trailer. She's I was like, wearing oh. Converse. Well, there's one point that's going to really give the away what it's. They're doing the Skype call at the end in the car. Oh the yeah. Families that's watch it. them on the, yes. on the phone. So. Oh, no, no. I mean, I got it right away. Like, the thing is, the movie starts, and she's getting ready for the wedding. Well, it starts with a flashback. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Because they had a really strong opening where it starts with this guy, the last time they had to play hide and seek, uh, got shot with a bunch of arrows. Uh, He did not succeed. But with that flashback, you could not have told that it was modern times. No. Plus, it would have been old because it was Andy McDowell's, right? Yes. Uh, Her husband. So it would have had to have been like 50 years ago anyway. Yeah. But that being said, I thought maybe that was like in the 1800s or something like that. And then this movie, based off the trailer, the dress, the color of it and stuff, I thought this 
took place like in the early 1900s. Well, like, Garrett, as our resident wedding dress expert, <laughs> what did you think about Samara's dress in the movie? It was it was great. Like the stitching, like I mean, it was so great. Like it was actually like, mm. yeah, it was a well done dress. I will say, and turned out to be very durable and adjustable on the fly. The one thing I liked about it though, it didn't have like a lot of like pomp to it. Like it was just, it was very like, you know, kind of low key, mm-hmm. but very elegant. Off Sim- the shoulder. Simple, but elegant. I prefer a little bit higher neck on them, but you know, I What'd thought you think of well. her train? You know, the train was okay, but I think trains are necessary at this point. I yeah. think trains is basically at this time, this day and age, trains are not needed mm. to give the aesthetic. I mean, they can definitely like make the back look a little more flowy, yeah. but I got to disagree. I'd like a train hundred feet, 200 feet long. <laughs> <laughs> the longer, the better. Yeah. Like from coming to America, <laughs> exactly. where they hold the door open forever for the train to come that's, through. That's where I, that's how I picture my personal oh, coming train. to America too is coming out also. Oh boy. So that's going to be cool. Uh, and bad boys three, bad boys for life. Uh, that I am excited about, though. Yeah. Martin Lawrence, man, come on. You couldn't have, I don't know, jogged. <laughs> oh, come on. He's supposed to look older. Uh, Love Martin Lawrence. I'm All sure right. it's going to be hilarious. Anyway, so <laughs> Where are we? she's she's getting ready for her wedding at this point <laughs> after the, the flashback. First five minutes of the movie right now. <laughs> yeah, she getting, she's getting ready and we're introduced to family members one by one before the wedding takes place. Um, and they are all not likable. Like, I think, I think the movie, the movie sets out to kind of make us feel like, eh, cause don't they think she's like just a gold digger? Yes. Right. Rightfully so. I mean, you're in a rich family. I feel like that would kind of be the, the thought process going into, you know, if you're not marrying well off or of your, what do they call it? Uh, stature, stature or whatever you may, I think people are just going to think that, right? But they say and you find been, out that one of the family members is exactly that. Right. It's already been married into the family. But they say that they've been together for 18 months. You think you'd know like by now if, well, you find out that the brother that she's marrying has been estranged from the family. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So they don't, they've this first time they're kind of seeing him again after several True. years. So we're being introduced and he's like, don't worry about my brother. He can be kind of, you know, handsy. He's pretty <laughs> cynical. Um, and she's like, I'm sure he's going to be fine. Does any nothing of real significance happens, right? They get married, yeah, and it's just to push the movie along to pretty th- much that evening. Well, you you get to understand her character and her mindset really well in this scene, and I thought this was cool because like she needs to have a cigarette. You get an idea that she's really willing to put up with whatever because she really cares about this dude. Yeah, and she is like one hundred percent like I'll put up with the the barbs and whatever just to get through this. Yeah, she's she wants to fit in with the family. She wants to be accepted by them because she's... And she's going to really try. Yeah. That evening, they're kind of getting busy, right? They're, they're, having <laughs> yeah. their, they're having their evening and they look up and the aunt is just sitting there staring at Creepy. Like, meet in the office in like the, no, 10 minutes or whatever. What did she meet say? meet in the music room. I note that because <laughs> she goes, a perfectly normal room to have in a house. And <laughs> that was actually hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Me in the music room. And then she's like, what's going on? It's like, okay, look, honey, I didn't tell you this, but there is a tradition where every time someone gets married, we got to play a game and it's actually more important than the wedding. And I was like, <laughs> really? That's kind of, that, that'd be your first red flag. It's like, why is this more important than the actual Because ceremony? they're a board game family. Games are in their blood, in their DNA. So anyone could have a wedding. Only a board game uh, dynasty can uh, 
play games on your wedding night. All right. It's forbidden by the common folk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's right. Oh, we're upper class here. So is this the point where he's like, look, you can back out now if you want. Yes. He's like, he notably goes, I'm giving you the option to leave or whatever. Still being ultra vague about it. And it's like, come on, dude, you know, that's not going to push her away. Yeah. Cause she's just like, whatever, fine. I'll go play your stupid game. Just go by me. Give me 10 minutes. Cause I got to put on my face, which I thought was funny. Um, she goes down there and does not taking this serious at all, which makes perfect sense. What normal person. Yeah. Um, she, you know, they have this whole ritual where they're sitting around the table. They pass her this box and she has to pull out a card. Right. And, and, it, the, and the dad, data dumps us with the backstory of what's happening. Yeah, Mr. LaBelle. It all began with a very generous uh, benefactor. You see, originally, great-grandfather was a merchant seaman. And on one of his many excursions abroad, great-grandfather came to meet a Mr. LaBelle. After discovering a mutual passion for games of chance, they passed a great many hours playing cards. And among Mr. LaBelle's possessions was that box. And one evening, after indulging in more than their fair ration of rum, Mr. LaBelle proposed a wager. If great-grandfather could solve the mystery of the box before arriving at port, Mr. LaBelle would finance any endeavor of grandfather's choosing. Is that a euphemism for? <laughs> Just you know what it's for. <laughs> I, uh, I'm going to tiptoe around that. Straight back into the movie. Um, so, yeah. So the grandpa uh, tr- works the whole journey to try and unlock that box <laughs> uh, and I guess succeeds at doing it. Yeah, so based on family... It was a zip tie. <laughs> yeah, I was like, dude, all you gotta do Grandpa is just... was real dumb. <laughs> there was one single latch. It's open now. Yeah. Give me all the money. So I'm curious, do you think that they have the money... They got the money to start the board game business, but is it because of the influence? Oh, yeah, absolutely. He had some fun with that game. I think he was got like, him all the money. I think that's what they imply. Yeah, that this magical. Are we saying this is like a Hellraiser cube of lamentation type thing? Kind of, but right. it, it actually does a nice thing. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think the cube or the box is what made them a dynasty. And I'm being coy because I'm not trying to give it away right away. Sure. But what I'm trying to get at was because of the product that was produced by the means, did that influence their wealth of the business? Like, did they make all their money because of the origin of how the business Are you saying, is it like a, like a positive curse? Yes, thing. more or less. A positive curse. Right. A, positive a blessing, curse. if you will. <laughs> <laughs> or that word works as well. <laughs> I'm looking for the positive curses. Please point me to that aisle. Oh, man. <laughs> From now on, when anybody sneezes, positive curse you. <laughs> oh, anyway, um, I, I think there was something kind of like, and whether it be manufactured in his mind or actually legit, um, I think there was some kind of like unspoken like this event yeah i guess what i'm saying everything it it was there a a reality where he got all this money from scrupable means and then it still failed and went bankrupt because no one bought their board games or was it the influence of this that caused the empire to be as big as it was i think it's the influence that created the empire and he also very catchy marketing 
really good at marketing. Every board game they that they pan through in their halls is all like devil related. I don't know if you noticed that. <laughs> I it's like didn't. ghost in the chairs, spin the tail on the devil or whatever. You know, yeah. I'm making these up, but I think yeah. uh, I think it was influenced behind the scenes, if you will. Okay. That's what I was curious about. So she goes in and, and as we said, now it's her turn to draw a card and everybody's kind of on edge. And then some of them are like, fuck this, whatever. Now, is know. this every person who gets married into the family has to do this? Or is it like every 50 years or no, something like every that? Person every person has to draw a card, but only one card is, is, the, death is card. the death card. And that's okay. a hide and seek card, which she draws. And it's only happened one other time. Right. And that was the flashback. Okay. The that game. was the flashback to what's her name. Yeah. Yeah. Because exactly. like the other lady was like, I had to play chess. You know, yeah, that was, yeah. I was like, I was like, is every game they play like have a death version of it? Because I, <laughs> no, be I think crazy it's as hell. Just hide and seek. No, but you got to wonder where the rules for this case. Did, did Mister LaBelle be like, here's your handbook, uh, <laughs> handbook for the recently positively well, cursed? Well, they they say <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they say that like he, I think it was from the old man. I think it was from the like, LaBelle on the boat. Yeah, think, the like, tradition. Kind of like here you go. Here's what you got to do. And it's just like you know any oral tradition it gets passed down. They, they pass around the box. They give the whole spiel of what happened, and she pulls a card, and it says, hide and seek. She's like, really? Are we going to do this for And real? the demeanor of the whole room changes. Like, everything just drops. Yeah, except for her, though, which was such a great stark contrast. She's like, really? This is easy. I'm <laughs> yeah. cool with this. And then she even toasts Grandpa LaBelle. Yeah. Like, to, to, you know, not LaBelle, but La, the, the Damas. Yeah. Damas. Yeah. yeah. Or dumbass, if you will. If you will. <laughs> yeah, I kept uh, thinking of that. I was like, was that on purpose? So, and you saw a lot of this part. The, the trailer, I thought, gave a lot away, but really, it's like all within the first 10 minutes, oh, yeah. it turns out. But this is all in the trailer, right? We're like, all right, look, you got to go hide uh, and stay hide, stay hided, stay <laughs> hid until dawn, and that's how you win. So she finds out very quickly that this is not your normal game of hide and seek. Right. She is, um, she runs into her, her, uh, fiance, right? He he's like, meet me up in her room in like 10 minutes. Like for real. No, I'm being dead serious. You got to meet me up there. And she's like, get it dead serious. Oh Oh, (laughs) shit. From the brother's perspective or the newlywed, what do you think of his decision not to tell her about any of this particular piece of shit? Potential death game. Because like we said, most of the cards in the deck are just normal games. Jenga. Chess. Chess. Well, to, to ruin something in the movie, and I'm sorry I'm going to ruin this, but like there's a line at the end where she basically says, like, you still let me play the game. Like, you still, you, you let me pull a card knowing that this was a possibility, you know? Right, exactly. And I'm asking, like, what do you, from his perspective, do would you Would you think- tell your significant yes. other beforehand Correct. that there was a possibility she'd have to play a life endangering game? Yes. Right? If it was and a, not mousetrap. If it was a 10% chance. Yes. Yeah, you got to. You got to you got to give someone that warning and let them make a, an educated decision. It, it's a good point. Yeah, I think you have to also because you find out of what else they have to do, you know, very very subtly yeah. right, by means of like, hey, there's a barn with a bunch of goats in it. <laughs> you know, there's more to this than just this one time. Right. Right, there's more to the family that's going to be revealed. Um, so yeah, I think you absolutely need to tell him. And I think but once you're in, you're in, you know? Yeah. But that, also if it was a grandfather or, you know, not that long ago, half of them don't think it's real. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so it's, it's an interesting dichotomy of where it's like, okay, half of the family doesn't believe it. So maybe that's why he didn't say anything. He's like, it's all bullshit anyway. Yeah. And what you're, I think we should tell the audience what you're referring to. Sure. Why not? Is that they worship 
demonic forces. They worship like a, a demon entity. Specifically Satan, because Specifically they're saying, Satan, yes. hail Satan yes. at the yeah. end. Not when, payment. <laughs> not payment. No, it's take, take a back seat, payment. You've had your day. Today we're here to talk about my main man Satan. <laughs> finally getting his due. OG. <laughs> Overlooked for so long. Uh, um, yeah, no, so they're, they believe in all this stuff and they kind of, but yeah, as you said, like half the family doesn't legit believe it. And and it makes for a lot of fun moments, too. Yes. So Grace being very clueless, still not knowing the danger she's in, um, she goes and hides in a dumbwaiter. And uh, after enough time passes, she's like, oh, this is boring. I'm going to go up and see what my husband is up to. He told me to go meet him <laughs> yeah. up there. Can I, can I say one thing we did miss that I just had, for the record, they start a Halloween, or sorry, a hide and seek song. Oh, right. Slaps. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the warped record with the yes. hide and seek so song. I just want, I know people are very interested in if a song now, slaps or not. Do you think they, um, <laughs> that song slaps. You scurry off into the darkness, hurry, I'm behind you. Um, do you think that they had that song custom made for this game? Or do you think that was a song that just existed in normal society? And they were like, ooh, that's I, the one. I assumed it was a regular children's song that I just never had heard of. Probably all kind of old records like that. So she leaves the dumbbell listening to this amazing the song. The dumbwaiter. Dumbwaiter. Dumbbell. <laughs> uh, she fits in a dumbbell. It's incredible. <laughs> she leaves the dumbwaiter uh, and, and uh, yeah, continue right, she on. She goes upstairs and then the husband's like, Oh my God, look, I'm really sorry, but uh, they're going to try to kill you right now. You pulled the shit card. <laughs> you, there was a one in 10 chance and you fucking pulled it. Yeah. And uh, uh, this is serious right now. She's like, what are you talking about? He's like, oh, shit, someone's coming. And they go hide behind the bed and the maid's in there looking for the kid. Oh, George. and he gives her shoes too while he's doing this. He's like, put yeah. these shoes on. Yeah, we're going to fucking bounce. Yeah. We're going to get the hell out of here. I'm going to turn the security cameras on. We're going to unlock the doors and we're going to get the hell out. This is something that I noticed though, because she they he hands her yellow Converse chucks, and I was like, I don't think they make those yellow Converse chucks anymore. I don't think they've had yellow chucks for a while. And I went and checked, and they did not. They actually painted those for the movie. Ah, huh. because I was like, I was like, I don't think they make that color. I may I may know a lot about Converse. Apparently, but, you know, I'm just saying. Like, I actually went back and looked and like read that. I was like, oh yeah, they did like custom make these. Checking in with shoes. There you this go. I hard. love a good yellow shoe. Welcome can I to say? Shoe Talk. Here in the shoe corner with Gary. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they hear the maid coming in. She's looking for one of the children named Georgie to put him to bed. And she's like, Georgie, Georgie. And so now they're inside of Grace's room. Emily, who we've seen has been doing some cocaine and some other drugs throughout, uh, runs inside and fires the rifle straight into the head of the maid. And she drops right next to the, you know, they can't see them hiding. Yeah. Now, did she mean, was it, was she spooked by her being in there or did she actually just shoot the gun accidental? I think she just saw somebody and was like, oh, shoot. Like, I think it was bad luck that it was that maid. It could have been anybody. She was just shooting on sight. Yeah. Itchy trigger finger of some kind or something. I definitely got the the feeling that like a lot of people were just like, oh my God, something's moving. I'm, I'm firing at it. Which is something I really enjoy about this film is that our cast of seekers, the family members, are not trained with weapons. They they've never used half of what they're holding. Yes, I do love. And I think that. it's a great point. You know, a lot of times we're like, you know, people blind firing and being stupid. Well, there's an actual plot point here for that. <laughs> they give this guy, oh, is it Fitz? Fitz? Fitch? Fitch a crossbow and. He's like, well, how am I supposed to use this? And it's like, yes, that's exactly how I would react if somebody gave me a crossbow. In complete contrast to Felix from your <laughs> next, who's like, I just point it and fire, right? Right. Yeah. 
But then you go even when like he's watching YouTube videos like your crossbow and you. <laughs> so I good. Like, I mean, I'd probably watch a video too. Yes. YouTube is a very valuable tool. <laughs> if you're trying to kill somebody. I love the fact that he was in the bathroom like watching that like how to use your crossbow yes. video. And he was like, what the fuck am I going to do with this? <laughs> so Grace is now on full alert. She saw somebody get shot in the face and then they had to put her out of her misery too, right? Like, yes, it was really great Foley work. Lots of gurgles and ugh. Yeah, they're like, hey, Daniel. The classic gurgles. <laughs> the classic gurgles. They're like, hey, Daniel, come finish her off. Now go throw the body in the goat shed. <laughs> it's like, okay. And then she has to go make her way through a secret corridor. You know, every rich mansion. Right. Gotta have your secret corridors. Well, you don't get to build a mansion without having a secret well, corridor. It's blueprint it's code. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a support, <laughs> it's a support bearing corridor. <laughs> I'm not allowed to sound off on this until you put in at least three hidden corridors. Also, just an update. I just checked Commerce's site. If you go to the custom make your own, you can make yellow chucks now. Real time updates. They don't, they don't actually have it straight up as a purchasable color, but you can custom make your own. So if you're looking for that ready or not cosplay, you are halfway there. Boom. Converse. Have it your way. Get a a wedding dress. Get some yellow chucks. Get a blonde wig. Or be blonde. The Grave Talk, here to serve <laughs> our public. <laughs> oh, not sponsored by Converse, though. Hit us up, bro. I will uh, Hit us up, Converse. Where you at? I will say this, though. The, the gore in this movie does not shy away. No, really good. Like, it's weird because it's so, I don't want to say lighthearted, but it's so, like, kind of, like, It's a good light. contrast. And then yeah. when they hit, it's like, whoa, that is some crazy depth. And it's in good contrast with the comedy element yes. of it. Um, so much of this movie is the interaction of the family members freaking out over this, yeah. uh, as well as Grace, right? The relationships between the families, like Charity and Daniel are married, but they don't like each other. <laughs> There's a whole, like, you're a grave, you know, I'm sorry, you're a gold digger. <laughs> you're a grave robber. You're a grave <laughs> robber. You say. I was, I was about to say that. Uh, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, so there's like such, not empathy, what's the opposite of empathy? Like, Disdain. Disdain for each other. Yeah. And, and their their conversations. It's a smartly written film, and especially in the dialogue portion of it. And then what's her face is kids. They've got like the grandkids and they're these little kids are in the that's what the maid was looking for earlier, looking for the little kids. Yeah, uh, one of the daughters of the family, Emily, that's her children. And they tell the kids to go to bed. Yeah. And like they're, they're running around earlier shouting, kill, 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 wearing these masks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Unbeknownst to poor Grace, what they're doing. Yeah. Like, Take these off. <laughs> yeah. The, like, the parents are like, not yet. Like, you know, yeah, keep it on yeah. the ramps. It's like, whoa. Um, she gets caught in that corridor, the secret corridor. Right. She makes a wrong turn, actually. She's oh, in the corridor. Right. And then she ends up in the billiards room. And Daniel, he's the one that stuffed the kid into the, the hiding spot at the in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He wanders in. He's like, hey, just came to make a drink. And like Grace is all freaking out, like tensed up, like ready for a fight. And he's just like, you know, you want one? And she's like not responding at all. He's like, tell you what, I'm going to give you a 10 second head start. And she's like, you don't have to do this. He's like, oh, but I really do. He gives her a good head start, though. Way more than 10 seconds, I'll admit. You you touched on this right now, but we do need to make a a big point. That flashback at the very beginning where we see the first hide-and-seek game happening, there's two young kids, two young boys, and one of them does put one of them in a a cupboard Mm -hmm. type thing to protect him from seeing or having to do what's happening. And um, you find out that one of those kids is... They find out those two kids are the brothers. Yeah, it's Alex and Daniel. Alex being the one yeah. that married Grace. Daniel is the older brother who was trying to protect the younger sibling. Yeah, and so when Daniel does run into, um, God, what's her name? Grace. Grace. Like, he is very much like, I don't want to do this. Like, like this is not my jam. 
I really love that dynamic. That threw me off when I first saw it. I was like, oh, wow. We actually have someone we're supposed to root for in the family as well. Right. And you said a lot of the characters weren't likable. Well, Daniel is one of those likable characters he, yeah. because he's doing his role against his will, kind of. But know, the thing like, is, like, they hadn't pegged him as being that until right. this moment. Like, you kind of picked him as, like, oh, it's a snotty, rich asshole. Yeah. And then when he does this, you're like, oh, wow. Like, There's more to him than we were to let Meets the eye. So he starts counting and run and she runs off. And then the, the family all reconvenes in the billiard rooms after Daniel calls them all in there. And he's like, she just got away. <laughs> Shucks. You missed her. And I love how the family's like bullshit. Like some of them <laughs> yeah. are like, no way, dude, you let her go. And then the other ones are like, just leave him alone. Yeah. In the, in the dad, it, someone says some of the effects like, let's just turn the security cameras back on. What the fuck are we doing? Yeah. And then aunt Helen's like, no, we must do it all by tradition. That's why we're using these ancient weapons. We will do it as we've done before. It's like Walter from Big Lebowski. He's like, there's no one care about the rules. Shiva Shabbos. They have a great, it's like, dude, do you think if cameras weren't around when grandpa did this, you wouldn't have used cameras? Well, there's a really great line yeah. later on when like the dad is so downtrodden. That's one of my favorite parts of the movie is just watching the dad erode <laughs> yeah. throughout the film. You know, yeah. he's nice, prim, and proper at the beginning. He's like, she's fucking killing us all. God damn it. I don't know if you keep a track. We're getting our ass kicked out there. <laughs> that was a great line. Oh, man. So, yeah, at some point, he's like, fuck it. Turn on the security cameras. Yeah. We'll go in there and do it. And there's little bits of dialogue that kind of indicate that they have to kill her for some reason. And we don't know what that is yet. Right. After the one of the maids got popped, they're like, does that do the trick? <laughs> yes. Are we good now? He's like, no, it's not good. We got to kill her. The one in the dress man yeah. yeah and you kind of like oh okay there's some shit going on they here but you're not quite that. yeah like why do we, does everyone keep asking that because every time a maid dies they're like does this count <laughs> so while they're in the uh billiards room emily the one who's been doing all the cocaine is like i dropped my gun yeah i suck at this <laughs> so, so fitch is like she's so upset she's like i'm so bad at this because why does this keep happening to doesn't, me? Doesn't, doesn't the mother just go like it's gonna be okay you're like someone yeah, comforts like, her no you're not a dummy basically <laughs> what the tone is but then fitch is like here take the crossbow i don't even know what i'm doing with it anyway and then a maid runs in maybe to alert somebody and she just immediately fires it right into her eyeball yeah she's like i saw her <laughs> yeah. Dead. Uh, like, and then, yeah. Why is this keep happening to me? <laughs> yeah. She's just clearly was like, oh boy. And she does the whole gurgle shit. And then yeah. the, the Aunt Helen goes over to the axe and just takes yeah, her out. Finishes every her time out, yeah. they would say a sentence to be like, so whatever. And then the maid Oh, it was clearly like one of those like comedy gags. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty good. So that's when they decide they're going to go do the, the security cameras. We're going to get know, that shit turned on. But in the meantime, Alex has already made his way in there to try to unlock the doors. Right. Now, they blame her for killing them all. But really, they kill each other. She has yet to kill anybody Well, that's, yet. that's a joke. That's yeah. a running thing. Is they're like, you know, like they keep doing this to themselves. And like. But the dad keeps blaming her. Yeah. Like, why won't you just let me kill her? Like, <laughs> <laughs> why won't you let me kill you? Yeah. So she runs into the hallway and finds herself like, I guess, an elephant gun or something with giant bandolier of ammo. Yes. And is like, sweet, I'm going to take this. And she puts she it on. goes in the forbidden room, which was the game room. Right. And it's and like a, a portrait to her, the, the grandpa. Yeah. Yeah. The guy who was with. And she looks herself in the mirror and just goes, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, it, and she has ripped her dress to be yeah. kind of like a short skirt 
kind of like not short skirt, but like a skirted like functional. It's much dress. more functional yeah, now. She yeah, she got her Converse on and all stuff like that. Well, you can't be running around in a murder house with a train three hundred no, feet. She long. loses the tra- train right away. Right. Now, yeah. something that'll come back later is in the the big um, the room that she goes into, like the big uh, meeting room where they drew the cards, the tradition mm-hmm. room. The music um, room. Yeah, they actually have a seat open for yeah. LaBelle, who they, they keep it and they toast the empty seat, like, yeah, ah, to LaBelle, you know, like, love the way those giant shells look on her, like, bandolier that she has on. Yeah. That's cool as shit. Um, she beelines for the kitchen, because that was the plan. It was like, we're going to unlock the door, we're going to escape throughout the kitchen side, and we're going to get out of here. We're mm-hmm. just going to not look back. Well, she gets there, the door's still locked. Alex is having a little bit of trouble getting that open for her. They're electronically dun, dun, dun. locked. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, there's a security room he's off in watching right. this whole thing play, 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 out. play out. Well, and walks then, in the butler. The butler. Oh, what this do you guys guy. think of the butler? He takes an ass whooping like a champ. That's what I think <laughs> about the My butler. man can whistle. Yeah. You know, he's good at whistling uh, classical music. Loves him some classical Loves music. It. Yes, he does. Comes uh, back to bite him in the ass multiple times. <laughs> it's a really great scene of her trying to load up this gun. Trying to be as quiet as possible, and he's over here just doing his little metronome movement, listening to his music, and then he just bum 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 bum, bum you know, starts yeah. singing out loud, and then finally Alex unlocks the door. All the lights go on, and he's startled, looks at the door, and she comes up behind him, and is like, "Move!" Yeah, and he's like, "You really think that I would have put live rounds on the wall?" No, I'm she shoots stupid. him. This is oh, where I right. get. I'm so impressed by her, dude. She is. She absorbs that she's in this situation, and is like, "All right, now is not the time to fuck around." She says, "Move." He doesn't move. She shoots. Like, yeah. she's not here to fucking play games. It's like, it was Which dis- is exactly what she's there for. <laughs> I'm here to play games. <laughs> but yeah. she. I wrote, uh, I'm very impressed that she tried to pop that guy. Because <laughs> she did not even blink. Well, those rounds are for display only. Yeah. yeah. They don't work. So instead, she grabs the teapot that he was warming on the side and smashes it right into and his face. And it was face. boiling because it, it had was, a whistle. Yeah, it was yeah. boiling. Uh, once again, doesn't even blink. She's just like, all right, on to step two. Uh, she is a natural born killer. So she's out on the grounds and uh, she immediately beelines to the barn. Which Good choice. We Adam. alluded to. Is which every rich mansion has. Of course. Going to have your goat barn. Yeah, that's just standard. <laughs> you can't even get it without a goat barn now. It's like, you know, cars with AC. You just get a goat barn. <laughs> you can't get insured without a goat barn. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want the goat barn option. Well, sir, there's no any, there's yeah. no discount for no, it. So it it's it's just going to come in with that goat. <laughs> well, you see those cars come with the undercoating. <laughs> <laughs> so she goes inside and she's looking around and is like, all goats. What is this about? This is kind of interesting, whatever. And then like... She hears somebody come in. She hides in one of the little hutches. Right. Good call. And turns out it's Georgie, the little kid the maid was looking for. And she's like, oh, thank God, Georgie. Listen, buddy, I don't know what's happening, but I could really use your head. And he just fires around straight through her right. hand. Yeah, he has got found a hand the- out, like kind of like, hey. And then he just, bam. It's crazy. The effect. You see her whole palm just go missing. Now, is that hand usable after that? Or no. is that hand done? That hand is done. I thought I mean, so. Every the nerves, bone, the bone. Yeah, you can't flex anymore. I think at the very bo- least you lose the use of the middle two fingers where that hole was. Yeah. You maybe keep your thumb action, but other than that, you know. It's it's a stump now. Uh, yeah. But the kid found the gun that his mom had lost. But she's like, I left my gun. He found it, picked it up, and fucking blasted her. And because like, that's what he... I found her, I found her, I found yeah. her. She just decks him in the face as she, hard as she can. She punches that kid down. It takes like a minute for her to realize what happened, and when she does, yeah, she just nails him, mm-hmm. dude. Oh, the look mm-hmm. of shock is so good. Yeah. Because that's exactly how you would react. You'd be like, there's a hole in my hand. 
Yeah. And does she, she fall down the hole at this point? And then she tries to leave, right? And she trips, I think, or somehow gets pushed back through a through a, like a door that falls down a huge well, hole. Like, like, you know, like in Wizard of Oz, the uh, the storm cellar doors, like yeah. has like the, the like the angled kind of like wooden doors. She trips on something. I can't remember exactly what happens, but like she falls through that door, like the wood breaks and she falls in this little pit and then she's down there. It's where they've been throwing the dead goats. Yeah, and then she so looks around. There's also dead people. Yeah. It's from our flashback. It's our Mr. Arrow guy from the front of the movie. Whoa. Yep. Yep. Uh, but there is. And the maid's down there too, right? Yes. Yeah. The maid's uh, down there. There is a ladder, which she tries to climb up. A rickety old ladder, which she tries to climb up. Uh, and of course, as she climbs up it, it falls apart. But our hero, Grace, being a gangster, fucking free solos up this mountain. <laughs> free solos <laughs> up that mountain. Uh, <laughs> And gets to the very edge and takes her now hole, like uses the hole in her hand to prop herself up by a nail. And there's like these giant, like industrial sized nails, like holding the ladder and stuff in place. And when she goes to reach up to grab the top of it with her dead hand. Yeah. Like she puts like, she just Jesus is that hand right through the nail. And like, she's using it to like pull herself up. I'm sorry. I feel like the intense pain that that would cause would cause you to black out. I agree, but you know what? Samara, she's in a Samara. Grace is running on adrenaline right now. Oh, she's on it. She's on that goat blood. Yeah. You know? I think it's possible you could pass out from that, but I could see her, like you said, just working through oh, it. Like, yeah. I'm too intent right now to get out of this situation. It's life or death. Yeah. Right? So she has yeah. proven in a fight or flight situation, she fights. She's mm-hmm. ready. Mm-hmm. Then, that doesn't uh, quite work. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, she gets to the gate. So step two is get off the property. Yes. And she makes her way to a fence and manages to squeeze her way through, but not without taking some serious damage doesn't to her. Doesn't she back. go upstairs? Because there's a scene where the guy's like, uh, Fitch is like, oh, I'm doing family shit. And then she just falls face first down that window. Yeah, because she couldn't get out that door. She couldn't get out the door in the kitchen. So she runs back up in the house and ends up like upstairs. And she's like, I'm going to climb down this window. And, and she falls. falls past Fitch, who's like watching another YouTube video. No, he's texting somebody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, not doing not much. Just you. Yeah. Like, what are you guys doing? Stuff. What are you up to? Blah, blah. Well, he's he's searching um, on some Google equivalent, it said, uh, packs with the devil, real or bullshit? Yes, that's <laughs> what it is. That's what it is. Uh, and um, But she ends up falling face first and once just pops back up. <laughs> and then she runs to the the fence, which is like a, a, a giant, like, I don't want to say barb, but it's like got like the standard. Iron rod yeah, fence, yeah. Exactly. exactly. she gets stuck on it. She tries to climb through it, but yeah. she climbs through in such an angle that I'm like, you could have got if you'd gone like a different angle, you would have gotten through this. Yeah, this once again, I think it was a mix of her needing to get out to try to wave that car down yeah. before it was gone. Well, look, if she had gone like feet first, she could have positioned herself to like stand on the ground and kind of like pull herself out. But she goes like chest first, and then she kind of like ends up leaning on one of the spiked rods. Well, because like, it ripping her ripped, back. it fell right like yeah. the the as she climbed it or whatever, she bent one of the rods. Yeah, and it just fucks her chest up. Oh, that was so yeah, gruesome, she man. Gets, she gets ripped on that, and it was like whoa but she does make it through she's such a gangster dude she just powers through and is just like you know what i'm just gonna let this cut me and deal with it later and she does got that adrenaline going man and then she waves down the car and the guy she's like obviously bleeding she's a disaster and he just goes get out of the fucking road and drives away (laughs) she has a great response she's just like screaming obscenities Fucking animal! 
That's just a, a day one, though, though. Like, if you see, like, a bloody person on the side of the road, it's questionable. I'd like to think I'd help. I think I would, too, but I definitely think I'd stay in my car. Oh, yeah, I'd say get in. Let's go. Like, that, I'm, that's one of them half-winded downs just enough yeah. to get your nose out. Like, what? <laughs> if you want to sit on the hood, I'll be happy to drive you. <laughs> um, and then she gets involved with another car after the guy drives away. Right, the butler's chasing the her. The butler's chasing yes. her. Because the butler's like, don't worry, I got her. I'll take the car out. And he takes, because they, they're like, she's going to get off the property because they see her on the cameras at this point, right? She's yeah. out. She's out. She's out. She's going to tell everybody. And then, like, the, the butler's like, I got this. All, like, melted on one side of the face. He basically is two-faced at this point. Oh, it's, uh, it looks so painful. And he takes the Beamer or whatever it is, the Rolls Royce. Yeah. And he goes out there and he puts on his classical music and he's just going to get her. Yeah. Well, no, because she crashes, right? So she gets her own car. Doesn't she? Well, he she wrestles him out. She wrestles the butler out of the car, beats his ass, and takes his car. Yeah. Yeah. So while she's driving away, she hits the OnStar button. Oh, and yeah. Like, and he's like, hi, this is Justin. How can I help? She's like, Justin, call the fucking cops. This is one of my favorite parts. <laughs> I'm going to fucking die. Do this. And Justin's like, I'm sorry. She says his name so much. She's like, start the car, Justin. <laughs> and he's like, oh, ma'am, this car's been reported stolen. I'm going to have to shut you down now. The cops will arrive in like 24 hours. Or I don't know what they say. He said they're on the way, but. Yeah. And she's like, you fucking asshole. I just asked for the cops. Start you know? the car, Justin. <laughs> yeah, she is so like fed up at this point. But they reported that car stolen so fast. Well, they knew. So fast. They knew what was happening. Uh, now, I, the, the only thing that I could really find with this movie that I'd find a great with is like the time that that cop car was called and when the cops actually show up at the end of the movie long time a long time yeah now, this is a rich neighborhood cops gonna show up instantly well they're also out in the middle of nowhere too there's a there's a bit of a drive this well, is some cops, your next level out the there. cops don't even come for the car the cops come because the house is on fire so they never show up for or the maybe car. They, maybe they're out there investigating the car and they don't think to go to the house because they're like oh, we don't the only thing i think is maybe they canceled the call when the when the butler or whatever oh he does get the, remember he does drive it home so they had to cancel the call right. because so while the car shut down the butler is snuck back up on her and pu- and punches her out he throws shoots her, her in yeah the, yeah throws her in the back seat so as every showboat does ever he starts celebrating a little too early before he gets past that finish <laughs> and line. he like facetimes or whatever the, the family family's watching him he's got the eighteen twelve overture blasting as loud as he can and he's coming in for his big finale and the whole time the family watches grace wake up and just kick him in the back of the head like three or four times and they're just like "Ooh!" he's like i've got her we're on our way and they're just like great get back here quick it's almost sunrise yada 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 and he's like no worries blast that fucking beef oven and then just or whatever it was was it overture 1812 overture yeah. okay 1812 overture did you say beef oven I said beef oven. Say that. <laughs> I said the classics <laughs> beef oven <laughs> it's from, and beef it's from oven. bill and ted dude beef oven oh you're right oh uh, god really you fucking dork um oh so. i'm sorry i'm the dork they forgot the 30 year old reference <laughs> and so yeah they but when he crashed they crashed the car right it hits a tree or something oh yeah shit. she's back out again and then daniel catches her right yeah so yes. she, they come out with shotgun guns and pick her back up because she obviously the driver is knocked out now so he runs the car because she runs out of the she runs out of the car into like the woods and she like rolls down a hill and that's when daniel's like out there with a shotgun like 
I don't want to do this. Right. He's like, I just came out here to fucking mind my business. And boom, here you are again. And she's trying to speak to the good side. And was like, you don't have to do this. And he's like, oh, I really do. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. I don't think you think you think I'm somebody I'm not. And then knocks her out with the butt of the gun. And the next thing we got is her waking up strapped to a sacrificial well, table. The the uncle or the dad or someone was there with a gun. Yeah, he was hiding. hiding right. Which is why I think Daniel was saying... I have to do this. He was right? playing the part. Yeah. If you, there was like a double entendre in his whole, his, the whole speech he gave where he's like, look, I really have to do this. Yeah. Um, because you know, otherwise they both would have got shot. Right. And now the full, you know, backstory of the satanic worship comes out. They're in full purple robe. There's a pentagram on the table. She's all strapped up. And the dad is like saying the ritualistic words or whatever. Yeah. They all go to drink some wine. And what you said earlier, John, apparently, hydrochloric acid that's what you went with yeah you think you'd notice it the minute it touches your tongue so they go <laughs> drink this wine and uh it's poison they start bleeding at the mouth and vomiting blood and it turns out daniel poisoned them with hydrochloric acid which i just don't know if it's hydrochloric acid because i feel like that shit's eating right through you bro he says in the movie in the exact text is poisoned what did you give us and he's like oh just what we put the maids in you know with the white bottle and the red top and the dad goes hydrochloric acid and the guy's like yeah it's wild they should have noticed that i mean when their teeth started dissolving <laughs> um maybe he's put a tiny little drop maybe because he's also but they're vomiting blood he does say he's like don't worry they'll be fine they'll just be shitting really bad for a week so once again Grace has been let loose and she's going with Daniel. How'd she get loose again? Daniel, Daniel let her go. Yeah. Oh, that's right. After he poisoned her, he let her go. And at the same time as this is happening, her husband now finally manages to get free of, cause he got beat up and captured He's in the security room. He's been to a bedpost this whole time. Right. Yeah. So he finally broke out and got free uh, to go rescue his wife who has been just fucking kicking ass without him but uh when he's handcuffed he's like rubbing the yeah. handcuff back and forth on the thick ass like arm thick beam and i was like you're not getting out anytime no soon way. bro i been there for three days yeah, doing that. break that shit off he was ever gonna success what they show in the movie i don't think would ever really happen that no, was no. like solid fucking oak this yeah. is movie logic yeah. happening right before our eyes but uh, he's you know, got whatever. a pocket beaver yeah movie's good enough that i'm gonna allow it agree yeah, it really didn't bother me but so charity is up and about she didn't get his poison or maybe didn't affect her as much and while daniel's trying to lead iocane powder i bet my life on it <laughs> as uh, daniel's leading grace out of the house charity runs up with a gun and daniel's standing between him like he's like you're gonna really shoot me charity and she pops him in the neck yeah nobody in this movie really thinks twice about killing which i appreciate i guess they're just like well i mean with the threat of a satanic curse i mean you know what options do you have fair so at this point we should just say exactly what's going on they have to kill her before dawn or something terrible, terrible is going to happen to the family. Yes. And we don't know what, and there has been stories told by the dad. Like, remember the, the Petersons down the road? They, no, that's a good point. Because remember they say, like, the other part of their family, the, the Peterson part, I'm using Peterson as the last name, but I don't remember what it is exactly. They're like, remember what happened to all of them? They all, like, disappeared one night, blah, 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 blah. Does that mean anybody blood-related to them, even by, like, marriage and shit like that, is now affected? There was some also there was also some line in the movie was like 
you know what they say about rich people is true. We aren't normal. Like kind yeah. of insinuating yeah, like that all, every rich person is a satanic. You member. think you think they're insinuating that every person with a wealth like that has basically made some yeah. pact with oh, the devil, and yeah, that's I why think that's what they're saying. Or oh, okay. maybe this is like a society situation, and they're all shunt, just, shunt, yeah. shunt, shunt, <laughs> shunt. So maybe that's what's happening. They're all just some sort of weird shunting aliens, <laughs> or just the members of a satanic cult. I think, or, I think, or shunting aliens. <laughs> I think you're right, Mark, because yeah, they do make a whole thing of like just rich people in general. Yes. So I mean, this so, movie's very anti-rich people. So I guess it very much is to insinuate that if you if you've made that money, you've done something to basically like have to make this devil with the deal with the devil, you devil had, with the deal. You have an unreasonable amount of money. You didn't get it by normal means, if you know what I mean. <laughs> hmm. um, I think when they say that that family disappears, someone also did make a remark. Was like, oh, they just moved to like Tallahassee or something. Right. Like, I thought that was I thought that was a cover story. Yeah. Well, yeah, right. that's what the other. Yeah, that's what they want you to believe is what the yeah right. Um, so, so at this point, um, they shot Daniel. Daniel, Daniel's on the ground and grace is trying to escape. She's on the run from, um, charity. Now she runs into a room and she's hiding and the mother comes in Andy McDowell's character. And she's like, you know, I really wanted to like you. This isn't what I wanted, but I'll be damned if you become, you come between me and my family. And she, she fired a bow at her and missed her. And she's like, you know, uh, in my defense, it's been a while. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> and then Grace like takes that box that had the cards in it and just bashes the mom's face in. Like, like a over wrecks her. And over and oh. over again. And around the corner comes her husband, whose a- name I can't remember. Alex. Alex. So comes- Alex, he's found Daniel bleeding out in the hallway and he comes in and he's witnessing his newlywed bride bashing the mother in the face screaming, fuck your family, <laughs> fuck your family. That's what really has now changed him and what happens next. Which is ridiculous because he's like, I don't want you to die. I want you to escape. And then like, they've been trying to kill her the whole time. And then she fights back and he's just like, how could you? I That's think, my mother. I think he's just shocked at seeing it happen. Well, no doubt you're going to be shocked, but still. Y- yes. What he does next does not make any sense to me because then he decides, you know what? I'm team family now. And he captures her. Yeah. He takes her back. It is hard to believe. And I, I, I'm trying to put it into sense of like, it's, it's really, it's not so much the mother. It's the brother. The brother is what incited his swap because he thinks that she, she shot him and he's the only family member of the entire family that he loved. Fair. The, okay. rest of, the rest of them he could have done without. But since Daniel got popped by charity thinking it was grace, he's like, no, nah, no, nah, you don't do my brother like that. Okay, that's fair. And that's what I think the movie wanted us to take away from that. Alex also says a line after she beats the mother's face in. He says, you wouldn't be me, you wouldn't be with me at this point anyway. Oh, yeah, that's true. It's like, you just killed my family. All this crazy shit's going on. You'd probably leave me as soon as this was over anyway. So he leaned back into what he knows, which is the family. I okay. Guess, you know. I buy it. And then he captures her. Yeah. I and he still don't buy it. I mean, I don't know. He's been estranged. He, he couldn't really like be that care. Uh, whatever, whatever. Uh, yeah. But then they capture her again. Time is ticking. Click, click, click. That's not what time does. Tick, 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 tick. tick, tick. tick. <laughs> <laughs> click, click, click goes the clock. <laughs> uh, um, and now they're like in a kitchen trying to redo the spell. Um, but they don't make it in time. Is it the kitchen? It's like, I thought it was a big dining room. Maybe it's a dining room. Yeah, it's like it's a dining room. a weird room, but they don't make it in time. And then they're like, huh. The sun comes up. Is it all bullshit? They're like, oh, this was all bullshit. Well, they all start freaking out. They're like, oh, God. And they all kind of like cringe. And then it's like, oh, 
Okay, and I think it's like the other guy was all like, well, this was all bullshit yeah. then, huh? And then uh, they're, yeah, like, they're like, Fitch is like, well, what about her? <laughs> like, what do we do yeah. now? <laughs> well, Aunt Helen's like, we kill her anyway. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. You know, well, this is how it is. And she starts running at her with an axe and she just explodes over everybody. And they're like, pop. One you, of them. You hear a pop. You lo- and blood is just everywhere. Oh, God. What this, the fuck was that? This may be real after all. Just one by one, they start popping. And I love that Georgie, the one that shot her through the hand, the mother corrals him and runs off yeah. screen. You just go pop, pop, pop. You see the blood splatter. All three through of the them window. pop. So the two kids pop as well. Um, so now, we don't see the kids explode, though. Off screen. But we know. We yeah. hear them. Yeah, we hear them. But uh, and so the movie's a coward. Blow them up on screen. <laughs> uh, so Grace is just getting covered with blood. And all that's left now is uh, Alex and her. And he's like, no, th- look, I'm getting a second chance because of you. You saved me. That's why I haven't blown up yet. And she's just like, I want a divorce. And she throws the ring at him and pop. He blows up as yeah. well. So he would have lived if they hadn't. She hadn't no. said he wanted to get a divorce. No, no, it would have happened. Yeah, I think he I was thought it would have happened popping anyway. Yeah. But that's the, how the sequence the way you went. said that. I was all like, wait a minute. Did I ever see that wrong? And then a burst of flame from the hearth. And you see the image of Mr. LaBelle sitting in the chair you mentioned earlier. And he just nods like mademoiselle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's the end of the movie. Basically, she goes outside, sits bloody on the steps, smoking a cigarette. And the one joke that I did not appreciate is the last line in the movie. The cop runs up and is like, what happened? In-laws. Yeah, that Credits. was Credits. I was like, oh. Yeah. It's uh, like, wah, I think maybe the hydrochloric acid wasn't going to kill them because they're immortal. Isn't that the implication? You think they're immortal? I don't think they're immortal. Well, it's... Hmm. I mean, you could. I mean, there, I don't think there was any proof otherwise. Because they still died. died. They still died of old age, you know? Uh, yeah, I, you know, never mind. My theory's bunk. They should not have been able to drink hydrochloric acid at all. Even <laughs> a little bit. Worst movie ever. No, awesome movie. Love this movie. There's some really cool stuff about this movie, and I looked it up on IMDb. Six of the methods of murder available in the various editions of the board game Clue are used in this film. The pepper box revolver is used by Emily and her son Georgie. Grace strangles the butler. Stevens, the ceremonial wine is poisoned. Aunt Helen decapitates a maid with an axe. A dagger is used for the sacrificial ceremony. And Grace hits Tony in the face with a lantern like the candlestick. So, I don't know. That's what IMDb says. So. I'm going to have to call that a stretch. It's a bit of a stretch. <laughs> I think so, too. But actually, the supposedly the, the pistol is based off exactly like the one in, in Clue. You know, speaking of kills, we did skip one kill that I enjoyed. And it's when she's on the run and she comes up to the third maid in oh, the dumb poor maid. And they open the dumbwaiter and she's like, I don't know what's going on. I'm only hired because they like the way I dance. Yeah. And I was like, huh? Are you a stripper or something? Like yeah. got hired for the event? It was a weird throwaway line. And then, then Grace is like, don't worry. They're just here for me. And then she's like, she's over here. She, and then like basically presses the button on the dumbwaiter and crushes herself. Yeah, really. <laughs> it's like, you deserved it. Yeah. You deserved that. She job. was the worst of the group. But if she had just shut, kept her mouth shut, she'd have been fine. But yeah. here's a question though, because... The wife, the the gold digging wife, um, whatever her name is, what's her nuts? Charity. Charity. Um, she married into that family, and she explodes. Yeah, once you're in, you're, you're in. in. Well, they were married, but she was the victim. It does not matter. No, no, no. Grace they and Alex ma- were married, no. but Grace won the game. No, no, no. Look, they say earlier that the ceremony doesn't matter. It's about this game. She's not in the family till she goes through the game. So she's the game is what I think brings you into the curse 
Uh, so the charity played chess one about her life now she's in the family right grace never made it to the end of the game yeah and this because she was also the point of sacrifice no other game ended in sacrifice yeah they needed to kill her to continue the pact with labelle right right but because she won the game she wasn't a part of the family she survived yeah the game is what makes you the family the marriage is just for show I don't know. That seems kind of a stretch, but that's that sounds right. I mean, I'm not going to argue with you. I don't know, but I'm just saying, like, I don't know. It just seems weird that, like, then why even have the wedding? For show, for the, you know. Because people get married. Yeah, people like getting married. This movie has thought of everything. Because there's a line he said, you were about to leave me if I didn't propose. Right, right. Because she says, you're the one who wanted to get married. And she's like, is this, are you making this sound like it's my fault? Oh, yeah, I love that. When she was like, he's like, I'm sorry, you're not putting this on me. Yeah. Yeah. He basically says, like, if I hadn't said... Will you marry me? You were about. You were gonna leave. All right, there you so, go. Which I wonder how long they were dating before that. Then they said a year and a half. That's months. it. Yeah. Yo, I would not get married after a year and a half. You need longer than that to like really know if you're like marriage yeah, compatible. Strokes, I guess. What did you get married after like six days? No, I got married <laughs> for like seven years. So I'm not a good. Day, and on the seventh day, John rested. Seventh day. Oh boy. It was a fucking good movie. I can't recommend this one enough. It's a lot of fun. The gore is there. The suspense is there. Um, it, it's everything that I'm looking for in a comedy horror movie like this. Yeah, and, and the, the comedy is actually really good. Other than the in-laws line, which we all can agree was a little bit Lame. hammy, um, all the comedy hits. There's not a single moment of like a joke in the film that I can think of like groaning at and going, oh boy. Yeah, agreed. Highly recommended from us. Sounds like three around the table. Agreed. Can we please get back to talking about Jurassic Park now? Well, listeners, have you seen Ready or Not? What did you think of the film? Let us know on our social medias. You can find us at Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can find more Grave Talk podcast content at www.thegravetalk.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. they introduced this thing that they had been talking about in the Jurassic Park slash world like pantheon of movies that they've kind of wanted to do like dinosaur human hybrid type oh, thing. Boy. Now they don't go that far with it. <laughs> they do bring up this cloning aspect that maybe that we didn't just clone dinosaurs. Maybe we actually cloned a human too. Um, hmm. That is a, a plot device in that movie, but overall it brings back the, the wild nature, the, the really like untamed, like concept of dinosaurs, like right. how they were just like wild animals and shit. And at the end though, dinosaurs get loose into the wild. That seems bad. It, most certainly could. And it's not like crazy. They're not like, like in Vegas, like, like give me six on yeah. black, you know, but, um, you definitely see some pterodactyls perched on top of the, um, the Eiffel tower in Vegas, the, the oh, Paris that's clever. And then there's like the raptors running through the Southwest. Um, and then you see like a brontosaur or, um, like a triceratops, like eating in this field. So basically some dinosaurs, not a whole bunch of them. Some got out. Mm. Now, remember they can't actually breed again. Right. So going forward, the new premise of Jurassic whatever they end up calling it is going to be very much of like, how does the world, and this was a whole, um, Ian Malcolm was in it going like, yo, this is, we can't mix these two. Yeah. It happens. So <laughs> man, I'm, which, okay, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. I'm sorry. Which movie? Watch Jurassic, watch all the Jurassic except for Lost World. Yeah.